larger than that of a goose and a duck when they know to fly south during the winter. <laughs> they don't fly in your direction. <laughs> no, 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 no. They know where to go. <laughs> only only dumb, dumb people like me stay in the, in the cold place. <laughs> well, you said that I didn't.
Are you caught good, in there morning, with the, your phone? Good morning. Oh, yes. on mute. Yes, Magalonde, good morning. Um, good morning, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so the weather has been not been very cooperative, um, but it will soon be over. It will be spring soon. Although when spring comes, I'm also, I get depressed because I know after spring it will be uh, winter soon. So, so I don't have anything. What uh, about summer? Oh, what about no, summer? Ah, summer. Summer here is one month, my, my, my sister. One month in July, two weeks, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, the thing, Miss Priscilla, is that um, summer, no matter how long it, it, it because it's nice, it, it, it looks like it's so short. Winter comes, before you know it, you're back into winter. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? uh, you're too Zambian. That, that's, that's the problem. Titus, <laughs> uh, good morning. Brother Titus, how are you? Going once, going twice, gone. Our brother, let's say, where is still in... Uh, Hello, I was on mute, sorry. Yeah. Roger, how are you? For me? How, are, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, how are you? Good. I'm well, my brother. Mm. I'm well. That's good. Yeah, so That's I was good. just about to say our brother is still in, uh, in hospital and... Um, his condition is not so well, not so good. So uh, we keep him uh, in in our prayers and in in our thoughts. Um, yes, uh, last week we created our. We've given information uh, to contribute to his fund. Uh, we are going to need a little bit of, of money. Uh, so please feel free in in that group to do anything. As uh, we believe this is a very, very strong family. We are very few, and uh, that's why we, I think we are we are strong, strong family. Uh, yes, we continue uh, uh, beginning to beat the drum for September 13th and 14th in Dallas, uh, where I think we aim to go and, and meet, iron out what we have discussed in the last 10 years. I would like to see some concrete results, Kelvin, uh, come from Dallas, not just some story. Um, is it five to is it eight to five jobs? I think it limits me in what I would like to do, but uh, we are going to find something. We need something very very concrete. We need a reason why people should come to Dallas, not not just come for for some stories. We will we, we need uh, to, do, to do that. Um, before Dr. Patrick, uh, right. I think, yeah, Dr. Patrick comes in. Uh, quite a few, uh, I try to stay away from politics on, on, on radio because I do enough of them on, uh, on Facebook. Um, we need to make progress, Wakalonde. You know what I mean? We need we, we we need to make progress. So on top of the hour, Sir, we are going to be. I'm preparing to put work. I'm listening to you. Uh, say that again. I said I'm preparing to go to work, so that's why I had to <laughs> come in. Uh, yeah. 
You have to know the ins and the outs. You know, have to know A to Z about honey and why your honey or Roger's honey is better than anyone else. With respect to management, it has to do with training. Uh, if you're going to be a whole manufacturer, then you have to be able to hire people that know something about manufacturing honey. You have to look throughout Zambia if there is a manufacturer of honey in Zambia. If you can, if you can um, identify a manufacturer, then you're far ahead of the game. If you cannot identify a manufacturer of honey, you have to identify someone and receive training for that. Once you understand the training, once you understand the training, then you can go about the business of staff building. Who's going to be your management? Who's going to be your first line, your second line, and third line? Also, construction of your honey manufacturing facility. If you're going to warehouse it, then you won't have to build it. If you're going to manufacture your product, then you're going to have to build it and you have to identify a location. The location should be close to where your honey is coming from. You also have to think about where you're going to deliver and ship your honey. If you're going to be inland for your honey, then you have to think about the roads that's going to transport your honey from inland to the ports. So you have to consider this. And the training is engaged in that. Uh, it could be academic training or it could be uh, primary school training. It could be on the elementary school level training, but that will all depend on your managerial structure. You have to put that in paper, on paper, as to your managerial um, uh, structure, your employee staff structure. Now, the perspective. The perspective is, again, all that I've discussed the name of the business, the mission, the objective, the goal, the product definition, the marketing research, the perspective is your elevator pitch. You should be able to give me a perspective. Roger should be able to give me a perspective of his honey product. He should be able to convince me that he has done the homework. That's the bottom line. You have to do the homework your product. And the only way you can prove to someone, prove to me, prove to us that Roger's honey is the best is when you hear him give his presentation. You will say to yourself, this person knows what he's talking about. And this person not only will be able to make money for him, he'll be able to make money for me. Then we go into financing. Financing has many wings. Financing has to do with, on one finger, financing could be self-financing. The family will finance you. Based on your perspective, your presentation, the next type of financing could be to the banks. The banks will usually be secondary. They won't give you money until you can see that you are able to produce what you say you are producing in your perspective. The second thing is independent finance. You sold your business plan to a degree, you will have individuals to finance your product. Now, let me say this. 
I am going to be looking for to finance five business plans, up to five business plans at the anniversary. So I want you to be able to put together a business plan, and I want you to be able to uh, be able to present it in a way that I will be encouraged to at least start you financially. So that's financing. And I will show you other ways in getting more money. So Zambia Blog Talk Radio, the anniversary, I'm looking for for at least up to five. Ideally, I can finance three, but at least up to five of individuals who can uh, convince me that it's a good investment. Another thing about um, uh, perspective, you must have a partner in the country, in the country where you can work your business. Roger must have a person in Zambia who has his hands and fingers on the manufacturing line of honey. So you have to have a partner. It's very important. So that's your business plan. And remember, on your business plan, you have to have four things. You have to have an establishment conversation, which we talked about earlier, how you're going to maintain your business, how you're going to expand your business, and you have room for revisions along the way. So I want a three-year business plan, and that's the, the initial steps of business plan making. And I'll, I'll put this down in writing as I did the first part and send it to Nathan and Roger for, for your review and for your preparation. I will be open throughout the months leading up to Zombie Blog Talk Radio to answer some of the questions you may have as you're pulling together your business plan. And the greatest contribution we, as as the African diaspora, can do for Black History Month is to prepare ourselves financially and also to train ourselves to take that major step to be independent of of um, passing currencies and to strengthen ourselves with wealth. And the best way you do it is to learn to play chess. And the way you play chess is to develop and present your business plans. Uh, Dr. Patrick, well put. Um, uh, just starting with... Uh uh, product uh, definition. Uh, a lot of us, I think, take for granted that the customer knows what we are talking about. Uh, we don't invest much time into understanding what the, the product is. Uh, a good example you've given about honey. Uh, since I started venturing into this, I've come to realize there are, I don't know how many types of honey is there, a lot of them, depending on the nectar uh, which uh, the honey is uh, uh, feeding on. It can be light, it can be dark, as the one which comes from uh, uh, Zambia because of the, the trees where this honey comes from. Um, as, as we go on, uh, 
in our next uh, discussion uh, discussing why people are heading there. Uh, again, what I hear, Dr. Patrick, when you talk about product de definition, probably it is you can begin to understand when people are coming to to Zambia, what products are they looking are they looking for uh, instead of just saying, oh, people people are coming. Uh, if they are coming for mining, are we able to define what they are coming for? And therefore, I think it will be easy for us to invest into some of the products. Uh, so this topic, Dr. Patrick, is, is big. I don't know if others want to, to throw in. I was writing uh, just on product definition. A lot of us want to do business but cannot define our product. A lot of us, we cannot define uh, our product. If you ask me what is honey, probably I can't tell you what honey is. <laughs> Kelvin, are you able to say what honey is? <laughs> yeah, there you go. So it will take a while to probably to think right. about, about it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Kelvin. <laughs> Okay, sorry. What did what did you what did you ask me? I was saying, are you able to define what honey is? Um, because Dr. Patrick here is talking about we have to define our product. What is your product? If I ask you the probably the business you are selling in Zambia, you are going to give me a whole book the business you are doing in Zambia. But instead, can you do that maybe in one sentence? This is what honey is. You define to me. Or, for instance, I'm doing uh, these uh, money transactions. Am I able to uh, explain it properly without just waffle around? Oh, it is this and this and this. Just give a plain answer. This is what uh, this business is. <coughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, in, in terms of uh, Dr. Patrick's, uh, you know, question of uh, defining honey, I don't think he's looking at it from... Uh, uh, a literal sense, like define honey. No, I think uh, defining a product is basically answering the question: What product um, are you are you selling? Why that product? How are you selling it? Uh, where are you selling it? How are you packaging it? You know what I'm saying? I think that's my understanding of defining your product. Uh, and then, have you looked at the competitors? Because all these factors uh, leads to you coming up with that business plan, right? to ensure that you're successful in your venture, you see? So I think uh, in terms of defining, uh, defining a product is, 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 you know, all these steps uh, you're, you're making. Once you have that well-defined uh, plan for this product, I think it uh, speaks to then what your, your goals are, you see? And it, it, uh, it uh, you know, uh, starts to resonate with, with the business you're engaged in. I think that's my understanding. That, I could be wrong. That's a that's a hundred that's a hundred percent correct. And when you're talking about that, and when you're defining it, the bottom line is, why is your honey better than someone else's? That's the main right. reason in defining the honey. Right. But you're you're a hundred percent correct. Can I can I chime in? Yeah, before you come in, I, I want to go back to Kelvin. Uh, part of that definition, in my view, Dr. Patrick, will be in a literal sense. Uh, as a, someone who has just dropped from Mars, they don't know honey. You should be able to, 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 to tell them what honey is. 
of it. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. In your pres- yes, yes, that's it's, definitely it's a, that's it's correct. Sweet, you have to you have to be able to tell them you have to be able to tell them what your honey is, but you also right. have to tell them once you explain it, you have to tell them why your honey is better than theirs. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Now you can go into detail. Yes, yes. Go, go, go ahead, Miss Priscilla. Um, are we speaking figuratively? Are we speaking literally? Both. Are we like we are, are, saying, we, are, we, both. are we being both. definitive? Okay. Yeah. So um, I've been I've been in sales before. Um, I've done sales in America before. You have to be able to sell a pen, big, B I C. Remember those big pens that we mm-hmm. use in Zambia? How do you sell me? How do you sell me a pen? How do you, how do you convince me to buy a big from you when there are other products? You have to learn your product first. Then you, you have you have to explain it to me what what the benefits are, and you have to convince That's me to right. buy big. That's right. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. You have to you have to know your product first. And I like the way you 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 you, you pose the question, uh, Roger. Explain to me what honey is. What is honey? You ask because you already know. You already know the answer. Now you're posing that question to ask. What is honey? Just explain what is honey. Uwuchi. Honey is sweet. What are the dividends of honey? What are the benefits of honey? Why? Why should I buy honey? What am I? How am I going to use honey? That's what I'm saying. Your, your, the, the discussion that we're having is—is is it figurative? Is it narrative? Is it literal? Are we are we searching around reality here? What 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 are we talking about? Are we being definitive? What is honey? I can tell you what honey honey is sweet. <laughs> it's a sweet yeah. <laughs> it's a sweet uh I, I have uh, a brother I, I use honey I use honey for my tea. Yes, yes. Because it's sweet. What else? Is it curative? What is honey? See that's what that's what that's what Roger's purpose is. Roger is going to sell to you his honey product, and he's going to try to convince you, similar to the big um, explanation, he's going to try to sell to you his honey is curative, if he wants to say that. His honey is sweeter than someone else's honey. His honey is from Zambia, where nowhere else you can find that honey. So it's everything rolled into one. That's the purpose of his business plan, is to sell a product and to sell it convincingly. Okay, uh, I have a brother of mine. I, I don't know where he is. I think he's in Zambia. <laughs> Always disappointed that uh, the discussion is not talking about uh, why uh, airlines are heading to Zambia, but I've just explained to him. And that, uh, that's what we are going to do on top of the hour. This is the way we do our show. We have to visit with each other before we do 
some serious uh, uh, some serious work. So if you are listening, still no, no, that, no, 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 that is that? serious. Uh, no, 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 but Roger, uh-huh. uh, your honey is serious. That, uh, that well, is serious. Yeah, I, I understand this. Uh, I, I understand this. He, he came uh, just for that discussion, but uh, he doesn't understand how we schedule our our programs. I do understand. The honey issue is very serious. It is very, very serious, Dr. Patrick, and uh, er- everyone else. Uh, this is one thing I was uh, thinking about, Rakalondi. Um, and everyone who was on, on, on the call, uh, well, he's gone, Rakalondi. Um, as Dr. Patrick was presenting a, 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 a business plan, uh, Dr. Patrick, I was uh, looking at uh, this article which was talking about how the Chinese um, want to transform uh, their, their vehicle, electric uh, vehicle industry, in the next 10 years. By the year 2025, uh, all their vehicles in China should be dri- driven by uh, electric, electric, electric vehicles. Um, again, I started asking myself as... Um, as a person, Roger, uh, am I able? Why don't I look at things that way? In ten years, what would I want to achieve? Uh, but it's like it's year to year, a minute by, by by minute. But you find the Chinese, they want to do this in ten years. Uh, these people, they want to do this in so many years. So as Dr. Patrick was talking about the business plan, probably. That question, my question, could be could be well be answered. In ten years, what do well, I want to do? Well, uh, that's what your business plan show, Roger. Yeah, I mean, your uh, business ahead, plan is going to show your projections and profits and losses yes. out at least five years, uh, which is controllable. You know, yes. if you're talking about honey, and of course, this you do what you want to do. And I know that you are tied now with a with a profession there in Canada. But uh, if I was going to take on that venture, I would look at somebody in Zambia. I don't know. Are they harvesting honey in your village? I would take that person to help modernize their operations. Help modernize their operations. Have a 10% stake in it. Then uh, you would go about the business of trying to find markets for him. That's where the business plan can come into existence markets in the United States or wherever. Uh, once you have modernized and have that particular business that you have 10% investment in, then go out and do it nine more times in other areas. I would rather have 10% investment in 10 things rather than 100% in one. That, 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 that's correct. Dr. Patrick also uh, pointed to a uh, room for, for improvement. Uh, but on, on my question, what I was talking about, what uh, personally, I think when we are planning, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, even five years we look, we look that far. But I looked, Kelvin, at our, our, our radio. We have come uh, this far, 10 years, um, <laughs> probably without a business plan. <laughs> ah, it's not even funny. Without a business, without a business plan. Uh, but then going forward, next five years, are we able to have a business plan? Uh, I've always wanted to see segments of about 15 minutes presented by Kelvin. 
talks, just talking about probably bi- uh, business. Uh, uh, Miss Priscilla, another 15 yes. minutes talking about this. Uh, so, Roger. You see my thinking? So, yeah. Roger. Roger. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't blame uh, ZBTR for not having a business plan because obviously when, you know, you guys, uh, you know, thought about uh, a radio, you, you didn't look at it uh, from a commercial point of view. You see that? I think all you wanted was give uh, give Zambians a, a platform to discuss issues. Uh, but then again, uh, as the years have gone by, you guys have realized that you can you can actually turn this into a business. So it's okay to start discussing, you know, uh, putting together a business plan if the idea is to turn ZBTR, you know, uh, into a commercial venture. It's okay. I mean, uh, we can start putting that together. Good, good point. In addition to um, that, okay? not, to, not, to lose, not to lose um Pianchi's thought, you have to put a business plan together in order to convince uh, that honey producer in Zambia that uh, Pianchi mentioned, because in order to partner, in order to provide 10%, you have to convince him or her that this is the best way uh, for him and her, him or her to proceed. So put together a business plan and then approach that particular honey producer. That's a quicker way to do it and engage this person into the overall business plan approach, the business plan thinking because uh, most of the time, the business plan thinking will not be there until you bring it to this individual's table. So that's a great idea that Pianchi put through because you're, you're saving a lot of the work. A lot of the work has been done, and what you're doing is bringing to the table a, a new approach, a new concept to business planning where well, that target well, that I mentioned Dr. before Patrick? is there. Yeah, what do you think, Dr. Patrick, why a lot of us uh, run away from developing a, b- a business plan? I- I'm not sure it's just lack of knowledge. I, yeah. I think, I think be- because we are so in tune to being trained by the government, working for the government, in our academic upbringing, we're not shown entrepreneurship or we're not taught entrepreneurship. But that's the process of oh, learning. Or is it, or is it just find. that uh, a, 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 a business plan sometimes is uh, overwhelming when we look at uh, how many steps we have to go, and therefore you would rather have just that one single plan in your head. Uh, uh, it makes you happy. It makes you all the profit. You go with it. Uh, while the business it plan requires be. you to be serious, sit down and look at issues in a more critical right. way. Probably most of right. us don't want to and do that. Uh, but what we can, once we, we start thinking about it in those terms, we find that it's not difficult. We find that a lot of the work has been done. We just haven't sat down to put it together and put it to pen and paper. So the business plan is an approach. It's a, it's a mindset, which everyone has already engaged in, but now we're, we're organizing it more formally. So uh, we're, we're getting there. We're just formalizing it. We're moving from the checkers table to the chess table. So it's not difficult. We just have to be appreciate that we're making it more formalized and we're expanding our thought process where we can sell more of what we want to, sell more of our products. 
You know, another well, thing that well, you need a another thing you need a business plan. You have to compare other operations that's in the same business that you do that you're in. That's what they call industry trends, industry standards, where you can take another business that's like yours, and then when you run through the costs for you to keep your doors open, when you run through all the pecuniary costs, you compare your costs percentage-wise to already existing operations. And if your numbers are way out in left field, you need to know that you got to do something or you're doing something wrong. Another reason why I come out and see your business plan, Roger, I want to know when I'm going to get my money back. That's right. That's, that's, that's what we call research. That's what we call research. And once you but, do the research, but, you know the principle. I, I, I like that point. I like that point, Dr. Patrick, about the research. But uh, to, to Bianchi's uh, uh, worry, don't worry about getting your money back uh, through the business plan. Because I've never seen a business plan which makes a loss. All business plans, they make a profit. So don't worry about that. The business plan. You wanted to say something. What Roger is talking about, I mean, what Pianchi is talking about is not um, the worry of a business plan. The business plan will show you how you're going to get your money back. That's what Pianchi is talking about. A business plan shows you what and how much you're going to get back and when you're going to get it back. Okay, I was, I was right, going, I was right, going, right, right, right. Uh, okay, good. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I don't know about everybody else, but I think one of the reasons is risk. When we start to think about the risk, here I, here. I got my income tax. I have I have fifteen thousand. I have fifteen thousand dollars. Now, do I invest it into something, or do I pay yeah. my mortgage for the next four years? You know what I'm saying. So now I'm thinking yeah. like for the next two years. Now I'm thinking it's the risk. That really really scares people. If I lose this money, I could I use this for this? I could I use it for that? That's why yeah. I say the people who don't take risks, they work for the people who do. All the time, because the people who take risks, one maybe you might not be successful one, two, three times. Eventually, you will. But if you never take that risk, you will never know. But taking that risk, knowing that you might lose, that I think that's what keeps us keeps us not, you know, jumping jumping the the, the gun. That is that that that's just my, my me. is saying even with the the business plan, even with the business plan. Your 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 stomach still is grouching. You say, "Hey, my man, there's a chance that things will not go according according to plan." And therefore, we freeze. We fail to make progress. Yes, the even with the plan, business plan in place, we freeze. The business plan. The business plan reduces the amount of risk you face. But whenever you engage in business, there's always a modicum of risk. So it's just like I'm um, going into the stocks. I, I mentioned and I, I encouraged everyone, do not go into the stock with money that you can't lose. If, if mm. you're investing in stocks in a mortgage in your, with your mortgage money, you should not do that. 
You should be able to invest in something in where if you lose it, you're not going to lose your shirt along with it. So a business <laughs> plan sees a business plan will allow you to see how much risk you're engaged in and whether or not you want to engage in that risk. If you don't have a business plan, then you have the foggiest idea of what you're engaging in and yeah. how much risk yeah. you're going to be involved in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I agree on, 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 on that as well. Uh, I think I've done some businesses where I've just uh, uh, gone into, say, okay, uh, it sounds good, I can do this. And then I find out in there, oh, by the way, you are supposed to, to pay upkeep, which was not in my head. Oh, by the way, you are supposed to make phone calls, which are costing this much money. Before you know it, all your working capital is gone. Oh, your working capital has vanished, yep. which I think could have easily been captured by the business plan. Yes, go ahead. No, I was going to say, this is, this is very, uh, how can I say, it's becoming a little personal to me, actually. Because here, here, here I am going to Zambia in a couple of months trying to see if I can build a foundation to a house. I do have a little cash that I can play around with. Now I'm thinking of Yankee is saying, Dr. Patrick is saying, so now do I forget that and come to this? You know what I'm saying? So now I'm thinking which of, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter. Sometimes you can have the money that is not for mortgage or for bills or for what, but it's still money. It's still money you're going to lose. You, and you yeah, don't want yes. to lose it. You know, you don't want to lose question. it. So now, you're, so now you have to think now which you of can the two. The, which of the two Now you can ask the question. Now you can uh-huh. ask the question whenever you go. You can always ask the question to everyone and anyone that are seeking to get your money. Ask them, do you have a business plan? Do you have an explanation of what is going to happen with my money when I give it to you? Am I going to get it back? Is it going to be a gift? So now you're armed with the question of, do you have a business plan? And if they are not aware of what a business plan is, you can explain it to them. And therefore, you both will grow in the, the, the mentality of business plan or entrepreneurship. So you're armed now with that question. Uh, but a, a business plan also uh, a, at least should be able to provide a fallback. When things go wrong, uh, this is what should do. These are the measures I should, uh, I should take. Uh, instead of uh, going to uh, commit suicide, you tell yourself, no, I'll do ABCD if things don't, uh, don't work out. Roger, not a fallback. Not a fallback. This is what you should engage in initially. You don't want to fall back on a business plan because you've already lost money. What you want to do is you want to engage in a business plan before you engage in in your business or someone else's business. That's why when you that's why when you look at that you have the ability to compare. Companies see companies report to Dun and Bradstreet voluntarily uh, or through some arrangements, and those companies will report to them their operational costs, their profit and loss. Yes. So yes. if you in February and you see that your percentages for communication is 
17%, where the industry mm. norm is 6%, then you have to look and see why in the heck am I twice as much than the industry norm? Right, right. See, the industry right. norm is what's already successful. You know, they are successful. They are operating, been operating for a long time. So you have to get your costs. You have to get your peculiar items, whether it's communication, whether it's office supplies, whether it's your trucks, whether it's your equipment, whatever. You have to be close or below those industry norms. If you're not, then people are not going to have anything to do with you because there's already businesses that you're contemplating and getting involved in that's running successful, and here you come. And you're promising them that you're going to be successful based on a hope and a prayer. Nobody's going to fool with that. <laughs> hope and prayer of, uh, of, of a business uh, back home, a money, money transfer business. When I started a year ago, there were very few people who were, who were doing it. And I was making a lot of money. Uh, this time around, I went uh, back to Zambia uh, in November. Almost everyone wants to do uh, that business, and my my margins have fallen, and I'm talking about falling. Uh, my the business plan, uh, Dr. Patrick talks about um, uh, either one room room for improvement uh, and uh, either expansion. Uh, probably if I have if I had done a business plan by now, I could be transitioning into uh, an improved product. Uh, and maintain my my customers, but because I didn't develop a business plan, I am like uh, a deer in the headlights. I don't know what to do. Uh, like I, I'm stuck. We, half we are not losing money, but we're not making as much money as, as I used to make. Um, so, Doctor Patrick, uh, this is um, uh, I, I like yes, the point Roger, where uh, we Roger, bring. You have to. Roger, you have to go back in order to uh, return a few steps back and then from that point uh, expand and from that point build because you're, you're in a learning process. All businesses are learning processes. And what you're doing is now you realize that you're losing a margin, you're losing profit, and now you can examine why. And once you examine why and find out, then you can revise your your business plan or your approach to your business accordingly, whereas you can retain it. If you have more competitors, then you have to add something in which you can reduce those competitors. If you're losing money flow, then maybe you can partner with some of your competitors to return to that money flow. So learn from your experiences and build upon it. Okay. Um, again, we'll continue talking about uh, um, uh, the, the, the business plan and some of the aspects uh, you, you, you brought up, Patrick. Uh, like Noel has said, uh, some of these things, uh, they affect us personally uh, without having uh, no plan. Uh, I don't want to bring in politics. <laughs> Yeah, no, I won't. I won't. But they, they affect us. Uh, if there is a, a, a plan, I think even a nation can easily uh, follow it. The, the house can follow it. The business uh, can, can, can follow it. Yes, 
the business plan sometimes I think gives us a lot of uh, some of the items which come in a business plan. Uh, they, 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 they bring fear to us. You know, you bring that competition, it scares you. Uh, it brings up about money, it scares you. You don't want to do it. So some people just throw themselves into it they don't, they, 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 because of the scary things which the business plan uh, brings. But those are the things which will make us uh, successful. On top of the hour, we'll be talking about why airlines are heading to, to Zambia. Um, th th this is not going to be just one of those uh, simple things. Oh, they're going there because of ABCD. I, I want to invite everyone just to be uh, very critical. Think about it. Someone like Pianki had to go to Zambia, for instance, or the South Africans who are coming to Zambia. Why are they coming to, to Zambia? The Lebanese, why are they coming to Zambia? The Chinese, why are they coming to Zambia? Uh, the Europeans, I don't think all, all, all these people are just coming to Zambia for one specific thing. Uh, there are different, different uh, things why they are, they are coming to. So we are going to examine that. It's going to be one of those deep, deep discussions where we need to go a little bit deeper. Um, now, we, we, we were supposed to spend only 30 minutes on Dr. Patrick's discussion. So anyway, we did some visiting. Uh, who didn't say anything? Titus, where are you? Tell us, uh, before I conclude, before I conclude, I didn't let you talk. Uh, and again, if you are on mute, as always, you are on mute before you start talking. Um, in, in Zambia, on the political field in Zambia, very, very quickly, the... Um, the opposition there, I think, have taken uh, our president to ICC, International Court, a criminal court. What, what, what has been your thought on that, uh, Kelvin? On the political front, right. we have uh, six minutes. Yeah, go ahead, Kelvin. Uh, it's uh, it's just childish and uh, and ridiculous, and I'm glad that uh, the president extended an invitation or instructed the uh, Minister of uh, Justice uh, to to invite the ICC, to to invite uh, the Human Rights Commission. You know, <laughs> after uh, it was reported. Yeah. After no, it was no, no, reported. It's okay. no, it's okay. It's okay because, uh, look, what is it that they're reporting anybody for? Come on. I think we we are lacking the, an understanding of things. Listen, you when I heard that uh, our government had fired the the, the police uh, in, in in Mongo um, because they, apparently they beat up the, the the PF, and my thought was, so these people they would rather encourage violence. I think that is their main objective. No, and <laughs> if, if there is anything uh, which which really kills me in, in Zambia is uh, political violence. Again, when, on top of the hour, right. when we talk about why planes are heading to, to Zambia, uh, one of the reasons is the peace we enjoy in our country. We've enjoyed the stability for a very long time. 
this political violence we experience once in a while because of elections, sometimes we think it will end when the election ends. This hatred Roger. is building. Roger. This the hatred is going the... forward, and one day Roger. it will be unstoppable. So right. my view is that, like Trump would say, we are not leaving anything off the table. If Mr. Lungu will only be compelled by ICC to uh, be a good leader, promote peace in the country, so we don't degenerate into a failed state, be it so. If the United States, what they are imposing on these nations, the travel bans, which they have extended to Congo right now, will promote peace, in the, our beloved Zambia. Let it be so. That is just my view, uh, Brother Noel. That's just my view. We can Roger. have politics yeah. without violence. Mr. Roger, Roger. can win the elections okay. in Zambia without oh, violence. God. You're doing this and deliberately, Roger. The beauty, the beauty of being a host is that you can cut off somebody just like that. You asked me a question. You did not give me an opportunity to, to explain there you go, going off on a tangent, believing everything that is coming out of your own head, Roger. You need to, if you ask somebody a question, you need to give them a chance to explain. You see? Oh, I thought you were done. Yeah, so did I. No. I, no, I, I wasn't done. I was cut off. I was cut I was ready off. to jump in. I'm ready to jump you, in. Were ready to jump, you were ready to jump in when we, I wasn't we have only done. Two minutes. We have only two minutes. We are complaining instead of explaining. We, we have only two well, minutes no, before we jump into I have to destination Zambia. We'll revisit this. We'll revisit this. Okay. Uh, yes, we will. Very quickly. Let's close here very, and then very, we'll go to destination Zambia. I, 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 there, there is violence during, during by-elections, but I think it was a little premature to uh, invite the ICC to come to, 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 to come and, and, and look at the situation. But at the same time, this gives the ICC reason to start looking now into these violent situations when election time is there. So there might not be violence now, but this opens the eyes to the ICC to start looking. Though I think it was a little premature to invite the ICC at this moment. But before 2021, now the ICC is going to be looking. And that's what, is, that's what we're looking for. Somebody to be looking for what's going on. That was my question. Well, well, well put. Uh, we'll take a short break here. Uh, please uh, don't go away. Uh, I just need a, a simple one, two minute uh, break. But when we, when we come back, uh, we'll look at destination Zambia. Why, 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 why? Everyone uh, in, a, in our region there, they want to fly to, to Zambia, their, their airlines. What's, go, what's going on? It's going to be a very uh, uplifting discussion. Please uh, don't, go, don't go away. Uh, short song, and then when we come back, destination, uh, destination Zambia.
get a, a snack, Kelvin. I'm, I was starving, mm. so I had, a, I had to get a banana or something. That's good. Yeah, so who is uh, uh, Destination Zambia? That is our discussion. Uh, our discussion. And uh, who is uh, coming to Zambia? So each time I go to Zambia, uh, Kelvin, and I'm talking to you, you are a frequent flyers uh, to, to, to Zambia. I try to observe at the airport who, who, who are these people who are coming to, uh, to, to, to my country. Some of them have done uh, some businesses uh, uh, with them, the, the, the foreigners. So I try to figure out, I was thinking, who are these people who are coming to Zambia and why? Uh, the, the, the why might not be as simple as it might sound. Oh, they're coming to do business. Uh, yeah, but uh, like Dr. Patrick was teaching us in, in our previous discussion, what type of uh, business? Uh, is, is the Chinese coming to do the same business as uh, a Lebanese? So we want to find out. So at the airport, Kelvin, uh, I'll put you on the, uh, on the spot here. Uh, your observation there at the airport when you arrive with these people, who are the people who are coming to uh, to Zambia? That, that's a very good question, uh, Roger. So I remember um, at uh, Bole Airport at the Sababa, uh, we mm-hmm. were boarding now, finally boarding to go to Lusaka. Trust me, there was uh, more Chinese than any other race, right? Uh, so then I asked myself a question like, hold on a second, what's going on here? Uh, why are why are all these people <laughs> why are all these people going to Zambia? But here's the here's the answer to your question. Uh, China is pumping in billions billions of dollars every year in Africa, right? Uh, different countries. China is investing in uh, so many projects uh, in Africa, right? So then the question uh, comes in. Uh, the question that comes in is, which of these African countries offer more peaceful environments? You see that? Oh, Zambia mm. tops them all. Right, okay. So what kind of business opportunities exist in Zambia? You know what? Uh, other than, you know, uh, infrastructure development, other than copper, mm. uh, cobalt, manganese, you name it. You see that? So people are making those decisions based on, the the environment in Zambia, the the peaceful environment that exists, the the opportunity to start and grow a business. People looking at uh, you know what tax regimes exist in the country. Uh, uh, you know uh, people are looking at the supply of of labor, for instance, the availability of resources. You see that. So that's why uh, uh, this traffic now is 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 gravitating towards uh, Zambia, right? So if this traffic is gravitating towards Zambia, these airlines have that data, right, which is the topmost destination. So what's happening now is that each country in Africa that has a, a national airline has seen Zambia as a huge destination for so many people. There's so, many, so much traffic that needs to be serviced. So now they want to have a share of this newly opened up market, you see? And, uh, mm. and uh, to, to think that Zambia has no national airline, then these guys are saying, guess what? We can service, uh, we can service uh, you know, this route. Uh, Kenya Airways goes into Zambia. Qatar, 
Airways uh, just no, to uh, and just and just say, Kelvin, on Kenya Airways, four times right. a day. Yes. Four. Yes. Yes. South African Airlines goes into Zambia. Uh, Turkish Airlines four just times recently again. opened South Africa, four round. times. And right. they go twice a week mm-hmm. to Zimbabwe. Rwanda, Rwanda Air is uh, is uh, in uh, Lusaka, I think, four times as well. Ethiopian, you see that? So they've seen that there's a huge market in terms of, you know, servicing this huge uh, traffic of people going to Zambia. That's why people are going. That's why these airlines are opening up uh, routes uh, to Zambia. Thanks, Ross. And we are going to look at uh, all these groups, the, 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 the Chinese, the, the whoever. You, you, you are another one, who, uh, who is uh, a frequent flower to, to Zambia. You told me you are about to go back again. <laughs> yes. What's yes. wrong with you? <laughs> no, I, I have, I have two reasons. <laughs> I have I have two reasons. One is a serious one, which I'll start with, and then the the other one is a, is, is a light is a light is a light one, a light note. Yeah, I don't think it's only it's only Zambia where all these airlines are going to. It's Africa. There is a new found uh, with all this technology and internet and information that we have. I think people have started to discover the real Africa especially with the businesses. A lot of businesses, there's a lot of, opportun- there's a lot of opportunities in Africa. And for people who live abroad, they have more business mind because they know, of the, they, they, they know of businesses that are not in Zambia that are here. So they know when they go to Zambia and open up these businesses, they will thrive. So everyone is looking at opportunities. There's no more land in up in Europe in in, in 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 you know so people are looking for businesses that can provide them with land and then flourish on on their businesses. They can't probably do the businesses in their own country. So where do they go? Where there's the natural resources, which is which which is you know including including Zambia. That's my first point. My second point: for Zambia still a diva. Even all these foreigners, they know. The life in Zambia, the nightlife in Zambia today, is not like it was 10 or 20 years ago. Hillary mm. Zambia. You know, there's enjoyment. <laughs> there's leisure. You know, everything that you need is there as long as you have, you have the money. So people also go there for, 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 for enjoyment. And like you said, they, we don't have as much violence. We don't have violence in Zambia like other countries have. So people love to go there because they know that people are friendly, the people are peaceful, and the people are just nice. The ambience is lovely. And the nightlife, woo, that's why I go to two times a year. Let me tell you that you're building a house. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, again, um, uh, uh, Kelvin talked about the, the airlines. Uh, Tanzania had stopped a while ago. Now they are starting, I think, uh, n- n- next week. Air, Air Botswana uh, stopped. They are back. Uh, they, 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 they want to start. I was listening to the Minister of uh, don't know if it's Tourism. He was talking about how Zambia, the, the central location, we are surrounded by eight countries. The only unique country in Africa which is surrounded that way. Eight countries around Zambia, a total population of three 
100 million people uh, live around, uh, uh, around us. So it is, uh, it is uh, huge. Uh, again, we've looked at the, uh, that's one uh, Kelvin talked about, the Chinese. Uh, we experience uh, the Lebanese. Uh, they, I'm sure they are giving their brothers some hint, hint, come to, to Zambia. Uh, the, the Rwandans, the Ethiopians, uh, those who are owning in Karingaringa uh, businesses there, uh, they, they, they are huge. Um, how, much, how much money do we think, uh, and Kelvin, you, you, you were in my mind when I was thinking about uh, this, you always talk about uh, data. Uh, how I wish our country will invest um, into uh, data mining, uh, as it were, collection of, of, of data, to know uh, these people who are coming, the Chinese, uh, what are what, number one? Why are they coming? Number two, how much money are they bringing in? The Lebanese, uh, and we might find some of the people who are coming, ladies and gentlemen, on the call. They come with nothing, but they are making it after 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 a while uh, with all these uh, groups. Uh, if if we had uh, enough enough money, but we just make an educated guess. Who wants to take a, a, a guess or just say something? How much money, uh, like Kelvin, I think he talked about, they have, there's a lot. But if we were talk, to talk about the Lebanese, uh, the Europeans are coming to, to Zambia, the South Africans are coming in big numbers, how much money are they talking about? And I ask that question for a businessman who is uh, listening to us this morning in, in, in Zambia. Who to target and how they should target them? How much money do we think these people are bringing to our country? Who wants to take a call? But, Roger, but, sorry, mm -hmm. let me say something real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a, that's an excellent question. Uh, you see, there's, I think it's twofold here. First of all, to mm -hmm. be able to capture how much money is really coming into Zambia, uh, we look at yes. the investment law, right? We look at the investment law. If you're a foreign investor you have to have a minimum of $250,000, right? So if we have uh, 100 foreign oh, companies uh, that open up uh, in Zambia, we'll be able to determine, you know, approximately how much has come in, or we can use, uh, you know, uh, existing banks. For instance, we approved uh, these 100 companies to come in. How much was uh, deposited? Oh, oh, I like that. Five, uh, I like that. $50 million, uh, $50 million. You see that? Now, mm -hmm. the second part, though, the second part is, I like the point you make that uh, there are some people that are coming in with nothing, right? They are coming in with hope. Uh, there's been stories, I'll, I'll shift real quick to the U.S. There's been stories of, you know, somebody coming back in the days, somebody coming to the U.S. with $20 in their pockets because they are coming to pursue a dream. You see that? That is what is happening in Africa today. There are people that are migrating to, you know, African countries with nothing but a dream. So, so Africa has, to me, Africa has become the new dream for people, right? Mm. Now, here's, when I talk about data, right, here's, here's my point. If we, if we know that, okay, great, based on uh, statistics, uh, we have uh, 17 million uh, Zambians, of which... Uh, Five million are income earners, and this is, you know, the 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 average income earned. These are the average, uh, you know, uh, expenses uh, incurred, right? 
so let's say for argument's sake, let's just say uh, uh, five million uh, five million Zambians spend about uh, fifty million dollars a year, right? And then in that year, you discover that uh, hey, there was actually one hundred and eighty million dollars spent. That gives you mm-hmm. an idea that okay. If Zambians spend fifty million and uh, there's this extra hundred and thirty million, it has to be, uh, you know, foreigners coming to our country. You see that? Uh, so now, once you start uh, digging, like you said, data mining. Once you start digging into that data, you'll be able to to create, uh, you know, databases that track this information, right? Uh, if if uh, if uh, uh, you capture data from gas stations, for instance, right, uh, just regular Zambians buying gas and this and that, hey, gas stations make uh, 100 million a year. All of a sudden, gas stations are making 200 million. Then you know that uh, there's a force that has happened in this country that has led to gas stations making it an extra 100 million, which mm. is this force. It's yeah. obviously the following well, people. Hotel but we, is, is another example. Hotels. Yes, hotels. You see that? So, it, like I always say, it's just a matter of capturing that data. You capture that data. And, and in this day and age, it's very easy to do that, right? Uh, we can capture that data when you're entering uh, uh, Zambia, right, at the airport, right? There's, there there, there yes. can be some questions that uh, a person must answer. And that question the response to that question is what forms part of our data, <laughs> right? Oh, why, what are you here yeah. to do? I'm on vacation. Oh, on vacation. Okay, great. Oh, okay. What are, he, what are you here to do? Oh, I'm on uh, business. So I have a work permit. I have this and that. Yeah. So you're capturing this data. So and then you're analyzing questions, the data. Uh, 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 yeah. We don't even need to give them yeah. any questions. Just two, three questions. Right. 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 So, I mean, like I always say, it's a matter of, Capturing that data, analyzing the data, and appreciating the data. Thanks. Dr. Matthew, before we, we continue, um, okay, uh, let, let me see if you are Kaila. Uh, Dr. Matthew, if you have uh, a, a question you, you want. Kaila, I, I apologize. Last week, I didn't uh, uh, recognize your number. Sometimes I get confused. I'm not going to make the same mistake this week. Good morning, Wakalam. Okay, if you are just listening, that is uh, okay. That is that, that, that is fine. Um, whenever you want to say something, just press uh, one, uh, and I'll let you. Oh, I'll just open your your mic. It's it's nice and quiet, so you can you can you can come in. Uh, Miss Priscilla and uh, Titus here. Um, anything you want to add on before before we go on? Like I said, this is going to be a very interesting discussion. Already time has gone. Okay. Dr. Patrick, your comment so far. Yes, what Calvin just uh, offered to the water cooler is encapsulized <laughs> by me talking about research. That's what you need. You need to do the research in order to profit. Now, those individuals that are traveling with 
hope and with few dollars, maybe 20 U.S. dollars in their pockets, they will become workers. They will become employees. What we need is, in addition to hope, we need a business plan. We need to have, think about how we're going to make money. So in addition to hope and $20, we're going to have more money and how to expand that $20. So let's go with an entrepreneurial mind to engage in making the best out of the dollar that we have. So bring along hope, bring along your business plan, bring along your entrepreneurial mind. In, a, in addition to what Kelvin said, uh, I, that would that be my next, uh, my next point about the airports. But what about the embassies? Because so you don't only get your visas when you go to the airport. You also get your visas at the embassies. So Good the embassies point. also could collect that, that, that data and ask them those same like questions. That. So they already know that when you're going, who's going into Zambia, why they're going into Zambia, and correlate with the information that the immigration officers get. That could be one really of the like for that. the embassies is to ask those questions. Oh, you're going to Zambia. You're going on tourism. You know how much money is going on tourism. You're going on business. How long are you going to be there? All that information could be got from those, from the, from those, from those questions, both at the immigration and at the embassies here, because that's where you get your visas from. I really like that. Uh, Kelvin, uh, when we look at um, that question, when people are going to get uh, uh, a visa, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Uh, this is the uh, one way I think we can force. Uh, one time, <laughs> remember we talked about how some of the, our websites in the embassies, they have not been updated for almost 10 years. They've got this old, old website. <laughs> I don't know who even goes there. Um, I'm not sure how difficult it can be to have uh, all these embassies uh, reporting to one website. And, uh, no, and gentlemen, you should be thinking about this as money, you know? We, we could right. create our own. No, don't even go there. Switch. Yeah, uh-huh. Don't even go there. Switch, switch the topic. That's a proposal I'm working on. Please. <laughs> I'll make you sign a, I'll make you sign an NDA please just stop right there. But uh, I yeah. mean you, you make a good point uh, you make a good point um, these embassies can you see this is what's uh, frustrating quite frankly um you ask yourself like okay these guys can't think this way you know what I'm saying this is just uh, just real quick sorry uh, I mean maybe this might border on tourism as well I don't know but uh, just the dual citizenship process itself right you you lodge your papers, you come back, nothing. You don't know how to to check on the status. They can't give you a status. You nothing completely shut off. Nothing. One year, one and a half years, you don't hear nothing. You call them, they say, oh, we forwarded uh, to Zambia. Like, come on. So you guys cannot sit and think and say our website can offer a tracking of, uh, you know, the status of an application. What is so difficult about that? How much is it going to cost Zambia to put together, uh, uh, you know, such functionality on a website? You know what I'm saying? And guess what? The, in, in this day and age, it's not a matter of, no, government doesn't have the money. No, government just needs to know how to make that money. If you're going to offer such robust 
functionality on your website. Pass on the cost to the users, to you and me, Roger. That's what America does. America will... Whoever is going to apply for uh, for a visa, we are giving $1 or $2 to help with the online, uh, with the website, uh, you know, maintenance. With maintenance, yes. You see that? It's like in schools, for instance. I believe each school in Zambia can afford the uh, uh, technology. How do they do it? Pass on the cost. One, two dollars per student is a technology fee. There's your technology money right there. We're not going to achieve some of these things if we sit back and think that uh, a computer is a luxury. No. We're not going to achieve these things, right? Computers uh, are dynamic uh, machines. They help you analyze the data very fast. They help you, yes. you know, the, the whole, you know, uh, infrastructure, the databases, the servers, and things like that. They help you store the data. They help you analyze the data. You can, you can record the data today, store it, and access it 10 years later. It, you, you'll be able to answer questions 10 years from today, you know, uh, 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 based on the information you gathered. You see, it's, I don't know, I don't know. Okay, what going back to, <laughs> you, are, you are going away, uh, these people are, are making you mad. But uh, again, if we are given, our, our government can provide this data. The people who are coming to Zambia, uh, say for the Chinese, this is what uh, they are coming to do. Uh, this is the kind of probably money they are bringing. Then our businesses back home can you know, can begin to model uh, the, 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 their plans towards who is, the, who is coming and who is this. I, I really like that. If there is a, I don't know, Kelvin, if you are serious working on that uh, project, I, I think we should push you and we work together. Uh, where we Brother. connect, uh, uh, we, we yeah. connect our embassies to a business portal. You know, we have a business portal, and they will be reporting to that every. I don't need to give us a name. They just say, okay, this person is is coming to to Zambia. They are coming for this, and that information I think will be very very critical going going forward. We cannot just say, oh, a lot of people are coming to to, to Zambia. We don't even know. Go ahead, Titus. Tell us you are calling my name. Hello? Yeah, sorry. I'll go ahead anyway. I didn't call. But let me go ahead. Yeah, I I wonder why that's one of the things that if the ambassador is coming for the 10th anniversary, we start manipulating things that we should have a conference, we should have a committee to do this and that. It's important, but I start posing a question of all these things we're talking about, how do we engage the embassy? These guys are paid by tax money. They need to be able to do these things. I've attended Dr. Patrick was in Las Vegas when we did the mini Agoa in Las Vegas. We had requested for the ambassador. We were going to be sent an economic attaché, which is okay. It was matching. But guess what? They were talking about no money. The same portals you're talking about, if somebody can get that data. It's just, I don't know how I can put it. I mean, I attended the... Agoa, Lusaka, June, I think it was 2012 or something. I would like to report to you, Dr. Patrick, maybe in case you didn't know, that mini Agoa we did in Las Vegas was a prototype for the whole embassy of, Lusaka, of Washington that flew into Lusaka, and they did it so brilliantly, but 
it was because they had a test drive in, in Las Vegas. And guess what? It was because until Dr. Montali, not Dr. Montali, she was just in Montali was handling the desk for a desk from State House, Arabic government, she was flying in. That's why you saw Dr. Patrick Tiporoko was a little bit in a mess because when the person that came okay, from that State House came in and uh, the ambassador uh, uh, was coming. Anyway, okay, let me focus on what I'm trying to say. What I'm yeah. saying is why are we photocopying ourselves, giving us homework jobs? Why don't we dictate to the ambassador to bring in somebody of that relevance? You're talking about uh, dual citizenship. Why don't we have somebody coming in? Why don't we have applications? Why don't we have all those answers? If somebody applies today, how long does it take? Sometimes it they wanting to have somebody to come and give us solutions, I don't think it is uh, the, the right. We, we know, we, you know, everything what is wrong about our uh, bureaucrats all over the world. They move, uh, they move slow. Um, we, we, we should start thinking about uh, creating some uh, public partnerships yeah. uh, with our government where we, we lead the way, especially on this issue where we have access to our uh, embassies. Here in Canada where I am, can I call the embassy when they collect this information? Where can I find the information? I'm sure they collect this information. People give these reasons where you are going. I don't know if it is... Entered on the computer or just written on the paper. How can we help our government to transform this? Uh, in the UK, uh, in China, everywhere, we should be able to access who is coming to Zambia and what they are, uh, they, 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 they are bringing over, over there. Uh, uh, Kelvin, you just talked about a little bit about the Chinese, uh, why they, they are coming to, uh, to, to Zambia. Um, talk about that again, uh, just a little bit on the Chinese, because I want also to talk about the South Africans. I also want to talk about ourselves, the, the diaspora, when, when, when we go. The, the Chinese, let's begin with the, the Chinese. Where are the people, where are these Chinese coming to Zambia uh, in terms of, uh, if we were to look at business? Uh, where are these people? Uh, I mean, the... the, the the, the companies are there. They are, they are the people that are, uh, you know, putting up uh, uh, solar panels. They are laying uh, okay. power cables. Uh, they are uh, they are constructing roads. Uh, they are putting yeah. up malls. The, the people are there, right? Well, uh, yeah. Right. So, and very, very quickly, I, I think that's a, a sufficient answer. As, as a Zambian, how should I interact with them business-wise? What should I be looking for? How do I interact with these people? What is the potential they bring to, one, Zambia as a country, but two, to me as a business person? Okay. Uh, so they bring, uh, they bring huge potential in terms of, uh, you know, uh, learning uh, skills from them, uh, ma making money off of them uh, through, you know, uh, immigration consultancy, uh, maybe like you know trans I like that. Tra translators, you know, become uh, become a translator. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, so, mm -hmm. so the potential they are bringing is immense. And once we start looking at them as as you know contributors to our progress, we're going to change our mindset. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. We can we can we yes. can learn from them as much as they can learn from us if they are in our environment, right? Look at uh, the mm -hmm. attitude. Uh, I don't know if you want me to probably refer to. Uh, the, the Kambuidi saga, right? 
you are going to approach uh, an Indian. A little bit, just if you want to, anyway. Yes, just a little bit. Yeah. You're going to accost uh, an Indian because you find him uh, driving a compactor. Well, you don't know that maybe this guy is a senior engineer on that site, and he's just helping out a driver. Some work cultures are different, right? It doesn't matter if you're the CEO, you're the director, whatever. You, when the, when, you know, there's what's called all hands on deck, right? You just leave everything, your, your tie, your suit, whatever, and you get your hands dirty. So you cannot start accosting somebody when you don't have all the information, right? We have to learn from such things. We have to learn from people of different races, different cultures. What has made America great? It's not the hat that Donald Trump came up with. No, it's not MAGA. No, it's the appreciation of the various cultures in this country and the skills and the ideas they bring. Thanks. You know, uh, Roger, yeah, I, can I, I say something? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Does Zambia already have airlines? Uh, it's being, I think it's supposed to launch, I think, uh, next month or April, one of the two. Well, here's the thing. If you're going to talk to your ambassador, your discussion should be also is that all the aspects that service that airline is controlled by Zambians. What is your ramp service, the catering, field operations, your mechanics, luggage handling, your ground transportation, accommodation? You want your people to be handling all those things, their customs, entries, and exits? Those are the conversations I think that should be had. Chinese and other ethnic groups are coming and using your airline so that they can check on their business that they have already in the country. But the transportation mode that they're using, when that plane sets down on the ground, all the different services that's involved with that plane and the crew and the passengers, you should make sure that you're controlling them. Okay. Uh, okay. That is uh, on, on, the, on the broader side of, uh, of, of things. Uh, I, 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 do, I, do, I do like that. Uh, but again, we went into into the deep here, um, where we looked at uh, probably the Chinese uh, or indeed the, the Lebanese, uh, the South Africans. I was looking at the question of what kind of platform uh, they are looking for when they come to to Zambia. Uh, Kelvin here gives an example of translators, uh, meaning our own people should begin to make some kind of investment into uh, uh, learning Chinese, for, for, for instance. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of, I, I think that is a good idea. Uh, don't, we have a lot of people who are seated, oh, there is high unemployment in Zambia. What is it going to take to, to learn Chinese? Because it's going to be a huge, huge, huge market as these people come into, in, into, our, into our country. The, you know, you the must, South you Africans are. Uh, 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 is with us? Mr. Priscilla, are you with me? Okay, if you go quite on me. If, uh, if, if, I, if, I, if, if I may, just for a minute, Roger. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, I know it sounded like a joke when I said these people sometimes they come because Kuzambia is a diva. But in actuality, if you look at this nice restaurants 
that are in Zambia today. All these nice clubs that you go to in the evening for entertainment, most of them are owned by foreigners. So they see the kind of lifestyle that some of the Zambian people are living, and they are taking advantage of it. The Lebanese, like you said, they own most of the fast food little restaurants, they own the clubs, and they own the big flash restaurants. Okay, I'm not cutting you short, or Kelvin will tell me, yeah, yes, you are. Say, for instance, again, those who are listening in Zambia, I've got a, a note here, someone is, uh, is listening, they are, they are commenting. Uh, say, for instance, uh, the, the, the Lebanese uh, who are coming to Zambia, uh, running all these uh, restaurants, I was there eating, and um, I'm like, you, you know, why can't a Zambian say, what are these people doing? And how can I benefit from this experience? I don't need to travel to Lebanon to have this kind of experience in, 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 in Zambia. You know what I mean? Well, well, that's where you get to the point where you, in the diaspora, you work with some Zambian restauranteurs to help put them in those positions. The Lebanese restaurant like should like be that. no more than selling Lebanese-style food. Food, yeah. You should be able to control the rest. If you okay. don't, they do that. that. I was trying to push uh, um, uh, Kelvin, uh, 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 Noel. Uh, he brought the idea mm-hmm. of uh, entertainment, which sometimes is very... Uh, is, uh, uh, what can we say, um, um, uh, Noel? Uh, forgotten. Right there at probably at the airport, maybe when they're getting their, their visa. When we know these people, what they are coming to do to Zambia, are we giving them this information for entertainment? By the way, you are going to do mining in in Solwezi. For entertainment, here you here you are. Are, are we according them the information as they go? You, 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 no. you, you see, no. You no, they already have the information before they come. Otherwise, they wouldn't be going there. Yes. They already have this information before they before they come, or they wouldn't be going there. And on on another note that Bianchi uh, just said about about controlling the, as soon as the as the plane lands in Zambia, you can you also use that as for security reasons. The government can say for security reasons we want our companies or our government to control when the airlines land in Zambia because we don't want any foreign or, you know, terrorism or whatever, whatever to come into our country. So our country is going to run the catering, the transportation and everything else as soon as the plane lands in Zambia. So Bianco is absolutely right and he's on point. Those are some of the things that the government needs to start looking at. When the plane lands in Zambia, it's on Zambian soil, Zambian control, whatever happens after that. The South Africans, uh, very, very quickly, uh, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, I, I think of a personal experience of a South African. I've um, managed to, I don't know if I should claim the credit, but I should anyway, a South African who, who has come. And one of the things they talk about is the amount of water when it comes to agriculture, which we have. In South Africa, you need to, to, to dip so much into the ground to find water. And yet in Zambia, 
it is 36 he was talking about 30 feet or something like that you you find uh, the water the, the water table so uh the the south zimbabwe is is drying the south african farmer is huge is is another person who is uh, who is visiting our our country in a in, in a big 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 way um uh, Titus talked about how probably it is dangerous in South Africa when others are living. No, it's, da it's dangerous in South Africa. That's for sure. You cannot compare it uh, the way it is in Zambia. Uh, you find people are, sit are seated at arcades, drinking coffee, you know, free. They don't, uh, you know, these are white people. They don't even care about nothing. Uh, they have, so this is a huge plus. And the reason why I'm fighting the politics of peace, uh, I'll, I'll keep doing that because of the business aspect uh, this has to, uh, to, to to our country. So we are we are seeing a lot of South Africans. We need to identify their needs because when they come to Zambia, they are not going to bring everything from South Africa. They are going to use. Uh, so what are their experiences? Probably we need to learn for, for, from them and what do they need. What is the platform they are looking for to work with? And uh, uh, we, we, we can. Uh, on this subject, why don't we uh, stop uh, with the diaspora? Um, Pianki, very, very quickly, what, was that your voice? Well, I was going to say them South African farmers are coming there looking for opportunity in land and also land that has water on it. Yeah. Right, right. One, Bianca uh, can add on to that. If they are coming for for land and uh, and water, uh, what slows this process, the land acquisition process, without well, making you know, them uh, just mad, uh, mad that they are losing land? Yeah, yeah let me say this. For, do you have farmer associations? If you got a farmer association, we do. The uh, farmers union. We do. All right. Then sit with them and talk. What do, do need to be done where Zambians can control this land that other people are looking at? How can Zambians put it in productivity? Then address the issues that they're talking about. It could be equipment. It could be fertilizer. It could be seed. Then people in the diaspora can work to address those issues individually. Well put. Uh, again, my, my, my confused head was uh, also adding on uh, the aspect of uh, we wanting to be partners with the South African farmer. What are they doing right? What can we learn from it? Uh, like this guy who has uh, gone to my area, uh, I, I, I helped uh, come to, uh, to Zambia. He taught me a lot about, uh, about honey. Uh, uh, you can do that he, too. He also uh. he is also proposing... Uh, that when production goes full speed, he wants to connect me to the markets uh, of uh, mm -hmm. South African uh, pharmaceuticals and, and, and the Chinese. So th these are some of the things when we see these planes landing in Zambia. We should be able to critically think, who is coming? How can we benefit? Let's end yeah, it you, uh, you can benefit with South African farmers by partnering with them on a, on a future buyout, their yes. portion. I don't know about buyout. Yeah. yeah. If they bring yeah. equipment and you're producing at some point in time, 
your profits goes toward buying them out of the arrangement that you have presently. Now Zambians control it. I've always said as a as a matter of policy, Bianchi, uh, the farmers we 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 give them uh, uh, land. They are bringing their experiences. Why don't we attach five farmers to them as part of the agreement? You are going to be part of uh, this group of local farmers. They start to uh, uh, train them. Uh, you know what I mean? Start to share knowledge with uh, with with the local people. It can be one of one of those best uh, partnerships. Uh, quickly, stay on. Uh, Let me come in, uh, Respectfully, I would say, Titus, stay on topic. Don't go somewhere else. Stay on topic. Go ahead, Titus. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just give me room. Give me <laughs> Let me speak. I love you. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, I've heard also on uh, what Dr. Patrick is saying. My question to this radio and the participant is, we are talking about South Africans coming in, partnering with local and stuff like that. We're going to a conference in Dallas, September. I've never heard of the radio itself create a business. Dr. Patrick is trying to approve of probably three businesses. Why isn't it Zambia Block Talk Radio? Why isn't it these people that are talking have this idea, have this idea? After you talk that idea, you're talking about another Zambian in Zambia. Dr. Patrick says identify within your business plan, you have somebody who is down there in Zambia. Why isn't Zambia Block Talk Radio the one that is putting a leg to that person, your friend who came from South Africa for the honey? What stake does Zambia Block Talk Radio have in that business? Which can solve no, 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 that's, that's which can cause economic I'm power from Zambia. <laughs> I said I'm not joining the radio to my uh, private uh, arrangements. I know, but this is where this is where no matter what you are telling me that let's leave the government, let's do private sector. This is the same problem that even the government has. You are going to create a portal that they can make money. And yet the government cannot create a portal to understand why people are not going there and sell it and make money. You're talking about the airline yeah, in Zambia. I, I, I you have to, test, you, you have to also, you have to also find we, we out. We need a, a, a business plan uh, on, on the creation right. of, of the portal uh, where our... Even the, um, even the airline, even the airline we're way, talking Kelvin. about. The, the embassies, yeah. they'll okay. be subscribing. Roger, can I, and, can I finish? Can I see? Kind of, yeah. Go ahead. Even on the airline, we are talking, oh, the airline, the people handling, Pianke is talking this and that. One big thing you have to understand is whatever the airline that is coming in is always either that Minister of Transport, Communications, who used to be a diaspora. It is about the deal they have with whoever is coming in to bring the airline in Zambia the same next month you're talking about. If in the memorandum of understanding is not stipulated that the care handlers, baggage handlers will be Zambian because that person wants a kickback, he's not going to care who's going to be handling. He's going to give the leeway to the person bringing the airline. And you can't change later on. That's, that's my point. Yeah. Uh, be happy the airline uh, is coming uh, in. You have to know what again, is going the, on. The, 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 Airlines which are coming are bringing a lot of people, and we are trying to brainstorm here, dissect 
as you said, I just dissect these people, how we can uh, probably uh, benefit. Why don't we end with the, the diaspora, uh, Zambia? Um, Kelvin, when a diaspora, uh, Zambian, uh, goes to Zambia, uh, what are we looking for? What are, what are we looking for? I don't know if that question makes sense. Go ahead. Figure yeah. out. So, so if I understand you correctly, I think what you're looking for, first of all, is based on your, your current location, right? You're, you're looking for, yeah. okay, what, what kind of environment am I coming from? Do I like this environment? Uh, uh, you know, what, what are the advantages of me, uh, you know, experiencing the same environmental conditions in Zambia, for instance? And that's what you're, you're looking you for, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You're looking for, you know, uh, uh, an ability to be in a comfortable home in Zambia. Uh, electricity is there. Quick service. Quick service. Quick service. Yeah, quick service. Uh, you can pick up the phone and call a utility provider. You'll be given, uh, you know, uh, answers right on the call. You know, things like that. That's what you're looking for, you see. And quite frankly, these are some of the ideas we certainly, you know, share with our friends and say, ah, what about this? What about that? It's from such <clears throat> ideas that, trust me, uh, I met up with friends that are very, very uh, uh, smart when it comes to taking in, uh, you know, ideas, they were even asking, ah, how do you guys do this in the U.S.? Ah, do you know, guys, we can uh, adapt that to this environment. We just need to change this, 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 that. You see, you see what I'm saying? So those, those are basically, you know, those are basically the conversations you must have. Uh, you know, share how you live here, what you've seen, and then go to Zambia. Don't tell them that do this. No, no, no. Share the idea because they know uh, the 21st century Zambian. Uh, is more exposed than you, you think. Is more exposed than you think. Today, kids yeah. in Zambia are playing on their PS4s, on their Xboxes, and things like that. You see that? Whereas those things were not possible back That's in the right. day. You see? Right. That's Our right. people are more exposed. But we have to share the idea. We don't have to tell them what to do. We share the idea. You get uh, you know, their, their, their peace of mind from the environment because they live there. They know what's possible and what's not possible. They know what needs to be stripped up for it to work. You see that? That's, That's what right. I see when I get That's to that. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and, and on average, we are probably taking at one go no less than five grand to go, to go home. If you have to to survive <laughs> over five guys, yeah, I don't know. You, you know, if you, are, you have to spend a month there, easy five grand can drop. And uh, marketers are in Zambia, I think they should be targeting us in, in, in some way. We, 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 we should be targeted. Um, we, we, we need somewhere to sleep. Uh, uh, some of us don't want to go and sleep with the, the, the relatives. Uh, when we go into some of uh, these places where we sleep, they are giving you same breakfast for five days. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, again, when you go to my Facebook page, you are going to see this picture I created about the airlines. And I think from our discussion, we are going to start to picture what kind of people are going in those planes. What kind of business are they bringing to uh, to, to to Zambia? Uh, one of the uh, uh, stories that I heard about South Africans why they are coming to uh, uh, Zambia is 
Zambia is uh, a stepping stone into say, Congo. Is a stepping stone into uh, Tanzania. You know all these Eastern African uh, countries because of our uh, English. Uh, we, we speak uh, English. I also thought about uh, this one, so everyone else, uh, how we Zambians should probably uh, invest into language as well. The Portuguese on the west side, Angolan, uh, on the Mozambicans, all these people, they want to do business with the outside world. People can care less about Portuguese. We should be the benefit. We should be uh, that, that uh, people who provide that uh, the bridge, the bridge to the to the outside to the outside world. Ah, uh, Doctor Patrick, you were uh, you were agreeing with uh, what is his name? Yes, I was agreeing, and I was agreeing with you as well. Language is very important, and one of the. Yeah. Foremost important things that Zambia has is it's an English-speaking country, so we can dovetail yes. with um, the United States as well. But there's another thing when we were talking about uh, air flights going in and out of Zambia. Yes. One of the major reasons, which is never discussed or rarely discussed, is that Zambia is right there on the borderline of the most richest mineral resource countries in the world. Oh, yeah. That's Congo. Oh, yes. That's the Congo. So everyone is entrenching themselves in Zambia and preparing themselves. When Zambia opens, that's where they're going to go. And I was surprised, Dr. Patrick, the last time I went to Zambia, I went to Kasumbalesa. Chikabombwe, uh, this uh, town borders uh, Congo. Uh, the amount of foreigners who are there, the uh, the Somalis and their businesses, for some reason they don't want to go and do the business in Congo, but they have set up camp in uh, in, in in Zambia. So as I was thinking about uh, uh, this discussion, uh, our our border towns uh, need some uh, uh, some revamp. Uh, this is, I think, where we can go to a uh, government. But even we, uh, ourselves uh, in, a, in the private sector, uh, uh, there's a lot of business which needs to be done as we are surrounded by uh, all, all, all these people. I was, uh, I don't know, <laughs> Kelvin or Noel, you saw that video of uh, a guy talking about Bushiri, uh, that uh, he came to to Zambia for a, a gold uh, uh, a gold transaction. This guy brought gold from from uh, the Congo. You know, a lot of people don't want to go into Congo because they know how that country is. Uh, there's a matter of perception. I don't know, uh, but there is quite a, a bit of instability in that country. So they would rather come to Zambia and finish their deals. Uh, again, mm-hmm. to an open-minded uh, businessman, all these things we should be able to uh, to think about. Um, uh, I, I also talked, uh, thought about uh, developing uh, 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 businesses. Uh, Kelvin, Dr. Patrick here, who is here, uh, uh, which deals with uh, company uh, registrations. I'm sure they, they are there. Kianki is encouraging us. If we can find some of these people, we partner with them. What kind of technologies we can, we can help them uh, set up these uh, uh, one-shop uh, 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 private uh, uh, businesses which help people to register businesses in no time. We know where to go. 
this idea of going to four different offices is ridiculous. Just to re register a company. You go to ZRA, you go to PACRA, you go to this other... It is ridiculous. So I am seeing a, 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 an opportunity there where you create uh, an office. Uh, you, you, you do some links with uh, government uh, uh, entities. Uh, make it easy for a tourist who has come to Zambia for a, a three, four, five days. They don't have that much time of wasting time just to go to Pakra one day to finish one process, the other day to ZRA to finish the other process. No, no, no. Uh, I, I, it is one thing when we, we think about creating platforms we should be uh, 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 thinking of. Uh, Kelvin, write it up, about Roger. Yeah, go ahead. Write go it ahead, up, Roger. Yeah, write it up. Oh, it's written on the button. It's, 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 it's on yes. my pen. I'm looking at it right now. It's on my paper. Well, <laughs> it's on, it is, yeah, it's on my paper. Uh, also, Kelvin has talked about uh, the website is uh, developing. I'm also thinking about uh, a very serious uh, business directory uh, website. Some of the websites now you can go on Google. Uh, you go and probably you uh, Google Levy, Levy Mall. Levy Mall will come up. But look at the business around there. Nothing. And yet there is in Kansas there, Kansas Laboratory. There is this company which sells plastics. Uh, Well-established companies, but they are not there. So uh, uh, I don't know if it is one of those things uh, uh, those uh, mindful investors listening to our show this morning should be thinking uh, about. <laughs> Everything is technology now. Fingertips, fingertips. Our, our businesses, our houses, our addresses needs to be online. People can check you well, out you know, uh, in no time. You know, you're talking about airlines. You should have also a private a private plane aspect to that airline. You should have means to train pilots, means to train certified mechanics, means to uh, train commercial pilots. All that is available for you, Zambians, to provide for yourselves. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I'm not giving a directed. I'm just sharing information. I mean, just like yeah. a Tonka like, man. Like I'm sharing do. information as well. Like I'm sharing, we are sharing information. I I also looked at uh, the aspect. Uh, uh, go ahead, whoever was talking. No, I was just laughing at Pianki when they said, I'm just a Tonga man trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 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 Martin, another aspect it would be great for one pages ah, to, to put up. So you yes. have to come back. Yes. Yes. We have the website. Yes. Now we need to yes. put the one pages yes. up. Uh, on that point, Dr. Patrick, uh, my, my thinking was when I looked at all these planes which are coming into Lusaka, um, the question was how much is this um, – money ending up just in Lusaka. How much of this money is going into the district uh, of rural Zambia, of Kitwe? But how can these people go there if they don't know that there is Kasempa? There is Chibata, right. if they don't know. They only know probably, right. they only know 
begin to create some form of businesses which will take people away from Lusaka. When they are landing there, yes, there are many, but with the, with, let's tell them there is more opportunity uh, in Zambia than just Lusaka. That's just my The one-pages would do that. Uh, one-pages. If you will permit, if you permit, I have a question to ask you before we close out. Oh, Dr. Patrick, my... Uh, we, we've uh, we went. Uh, um, it's a, it's a w- w- what question. can I say? It's a quick question. Yeah, go, go okay, ahead, Dr. Patrick. All is, I wanted to say is we have gone. Quick, uh, <laughs> we are not looking at our time, but go ahead, go ahead as we end. The, the quick, the quick question is, um, I'm I'm trying to find out or trying to find what I should do in September around the 13th, 14th, 15th, and I'm not sure. Could you help me? Dr. Patrick, I'm very sorry. Let me catch you. But write that question down, Dr. Patrick. We'll we'll come and look at it. I don't want to end in a a bad way. But that was our show. As we continue to to look at these planes coming into Zambia, the question is, who are these people? What are they looking for in Zambia? And how can we take advantage of of that? Thank you, everyone. Uh, Come back next week. We'll